This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Triple Jump podcast. It's a video game podcast. My name is Ben. My name is Peter. And my name is Ashton. Reunited, and it feels like it's only been a week and a half. Yeah. Because it has. That's yeah. how long it's really it was a long week that. and a half, though. I feel like I've not seen you in years. Whoa. Years? Yeah. Your years. beard's grown. Peter's hair's gone. It has actually gone. Gone. Yeah, gone. Peter's Peter's hair is shorter. My hair migrated from the top of my head to Ben's beard. Yeah. <laughs> just put it in. Yeah. Just, just weaved it in there. Mm-hmm. So that's how mm-hmm. that works. Are we well? How are we? Very well. Good. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. How are you now? Because you had your yeah, jibby jabby. Oh, yeah. I had my jibber jabbers. <laughs> yeah. My Mr. T uh, yeah. vaccine. Um, yeah. I'm doing okay, actually. I've, I've pounded half a can of stale monster. Yes. And I feel like I could, um, I could die or. I could be really powerful, mm-hmm. and I'm not yet sure. My stomach certainly isn't sure which side <laughs> of the toilet bowl it's decided to, you oh, know, no. either being outside of that, being either outside of the toilet or just just in it. Right. Uh, so sounds, we'll see. It's a toss-up. Really. It sounds a bit like a Goosebumps R.L. Stein villain. The yeah. stale monster. The stale <laughs> monster. And the jibber-jabs. And the jibber-jabs, yeah. That's yeah. true. You punch him, and it doesn't like, there's no crunch or anything. It's just... Because he's all he's all soft like and like puff of smoke comes out from like the little holes and yeah, stuff. sort of spores. <laughs> yeah, rubbish. Mm. Absolutely. No, I'm I'm okay. Thank you. Good. Feeling uh, feeling fine. Mm. Uh, but we're here to do a video game podcast, and it's very exciting. It is. Uh, this is the Triple Jump podcast. Each and every week, we are sponsored by a very real sponsor, video game adjacent. I have the ad read here. Oh, actually, it says something else on here before. Oh, it says before ad read. Go to facebook.com forward slash team triple jump and like the page because if we hit 10,000 likes, we can monetize our video content, which means that we can make more money, which means that we can do more fantastic things for you. Or follows if you want to get serious about this. Or follows, whatever the flipping heck it is that Mark wants you to do. You just did it. Yep. Twice. Twice. Show me. (laughs) Show Show your workings. Show me. Here you go. Show me. Sorry. There you go. Well, yeah, so it See? is. That's that's it. Three that's, times. You that's three Facebook. Times. I've actually liked it on all of my secret accounts now as well. Wow. Secret like accounts. 2,000 of them. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, go to facebook.com forward slash Team Triple Jump. We'd really appreciate it. And we're not going to stop until we hit 10,000 likes. So just do it. Just do it. Even if you don't use Facebook. Anyway, here's the ad read. You squaring up to them? No, no, it's all right. Okay, well, that was really weirdly out of character. Yeah, it was threatening I just kind of saw a movement out of my eye and was like, that's just Peter. Peter just <laughs> wants to fight everyone at home. 
Yes. Uh, right. My notes are very small, so I'm yeah, that bring is them... tiny. Mine. Have, I made mine big again. Oh, you did, yeah, right. I, I made the learn. podcast this week, and I made everyone's font bigger. This is the <laughs> so first week where Ashton's procured the question. What, so you re-shrunk yours back down. Yeah, I just left mine at Ashton's tiny size. Again. Oh, it's because I I did my notes uh, in Microsoft oh, Word, which means I everything got pen. squidged. Drinks down the whole thing. Anyway, the sponsor for this week it's a new landscaping company from Turtle Rock Studios and Warner Bros Interactive Entertainment, and it's called Back for Mud. And uh, if you need any sod or sorry, 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 you just call me. If you need any, any gits, any gits, <laughs> um, if you need any mud or soil or anything like that, Turf. just go there. I think it's um, they they have sort of a line of products. You can get them from home base and garden centers. Will make me a rockery. Y Vale is that one? The Y Vale. Y Vale yeah. is a chain. You want a rockery? A rockery. Yeah. Um, no. no, just mud. Yeah. It's just mud. Sorry. Will uh, they clear the big pile of sand out of my garden? Maybe. Oh. Maybe. Uh, did, you'd have to ask. Back I don't for know. sand. Back for sand. All I've got here is back for mud. And uh, look out for that in your local... B&Q also. B&Q, yeah, those ones. Wix wouldn't have it, would they? Because they're all just inside things. things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they do have wood. And I think you can probably use wood for outside Mud. too. Isn't that the Mud. other Wix? There's two Wix. Oh, no, the other Wix is that website making company making wicks. candles with an x yeah oh right yeah i don't think they'd sort out your mud yeah, wicks um, making candles yeah nice anyway we're getting into the weeds here <laughs> because it's not actually real i'm afraid oh, back for mud is is God. not real we are of course sponsored by our wonderful patrons over at patreon.com forward slash team triple jump where for as little as one dollar per month you can submit questions to this podcast <gasps> each and every week just Lucky. know that when you put your comments with your questions under the post Ashton's now going to be reading them and choosing them um, because it better be nice. she's in charge now of the of the podcast running order. Yeah, so be nice. Don't be rude. Mm-hmm. It's uh, big they're never now, rude. I like yeah, it's nice. big it's font. Big. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry oh, I that I did, I did it so well. wrong for a hundred episodes. <laughs> no, it's okay. I prefer a nice big font, not I've rubbish been small fonts. Since 100, I was fine at the beginning, <laughs> but now I need like mum and dad glasses. Yeah. You know, those cheap ones you can just buy from the pharmacy because yeah. it's not prescription. Yes, my, parents my dad have used those, to get them yeah. from, um, I think he used to get them from just like the, oh my God, what shop is it called? Like the one that's got all, everything in it. It's got like toiletries. Wilco's. Wilco's. Land, my dad yeah. used to get them from Wilco's. He used to get them from Boundland as well. There you go. Fantastic. And then I mean, I they was, work. And they wondered why I still had to hold his stuff like right here <laughs> when he had his glasses. Are you, those have, those glasses have got to be a very very temporary fix in that they sort of improve your well, eyesight, but they probably got... also really damage your eyes yeah. as well. Well, if you've got like a wrong... specific, um, what's it called, prescription on both of your eyes, exactly the same. I imagine mm. they're probably fine because they're normally Maybe. in prescription. If aren't you they? could find them, but you just have to go through all these grubby cheap glasses yeah. and try them on like no leave them on your head no. yeah where are my no. glasses yeah i can't find them oh, i'm gonna have to buy another 60p pair of Dang glasses it. that's like tangent number three or four of this we're really podcast. struggling aren't we this is the yeah. problem with doing it in person is it's very easy to just completely slip and slide so let's move straight on yeah to triplejump.gg oh Hello everyone! As well as our extremely real and totally not fictitious in any way sponsor, we're officially partnered with PlayStation, Xbox and Nintendo to sell their codes through our own website, triplejump.gg. 
Here you can get everything from topping up your digital wallets to PlayStation Plus, Xbox Live Gold, Xbox Game Pass and Nintendo Switch Online subscriptions as well as Minecraft mine coins. <laughs> mine coins, they'll be your coins any minute. <laughs> nice one, please. Oh, thanks very much. It's 100% legitimate, directly supports us and provides you with the delightful digital currencies you're going to buy anyway. Visit triplejump.gg to browse our full stock. Triplejump.gg. This is a real sponsor. Fantastic. Do it. Do it. Do yeah. it. You be- you'd better. You better. Mine coin. More like. More like Roblox. Ro- yeah. Roblox. Roblox. Yeah, Terraria. Question one comes from Carrie Buchter, who says, Hello all. Are there any games you, ha- you have a love slash hate relationship with a love-hate relationship mm-hmm. I love a Metroidvania type game but only after I've played it many times and know what I'm doing but to begin with some of the most frustrating games any uh, opinions from you lovely people question mark mm-hmm. thank you Carrie mm-hmm. thank you Carrie um, I have played basically Hello. Hello. no Metroidvania games in my life except one and I can immediately relate to this uh, with what Carrie's saying. I played Castlevania Lords of Shadow. Oh, was it Lord of Sh- Lords of Shadow? I, yeah, think. I think there were several. Patrick Stewart's in it, and yeah, he's at least lords. two. Lords. Yeah, he's he worth is. at least three. Lords. Lord Patrick Stewart. <laughs> um, that is a game that is um, quite pretty for its time. It, it looks very nice. It plays reasonably well in that it's got kind of God of War style combat. It's a f- kind of a whip flaily weapon mm. like a mm. uh, a long an action game yeah and you do a lot of hacking and slashing but man it's just it's a bit of a grind at times i really liked the it's in some ways it's like the dark souls of uh, castlevania games not in the sense that um people should actually use that term mm. uh in in the sense that it's a soulsborne kind of game with dodge rolling and parrying and deep lore and things like that but in the sense that there are lots of very interesting enemies to fight and bosses Mm. and the world is intriguing but to get through it you do have to kind of just sit down and put a lot of time into it Mm. um and i just found that it 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 took uh, i i i really had to be patient and like stick with it and the only thing that kept me going was thinking oh there might be another cool Called boss coming up at some point. Patrick Stewart might come. Patrick Stewart might return. Fingers crossed, Patrick Stewart. Um, But yeah, I really like the enemy designs and stuff in that game. So yeah, I found it kind of frustrating to play through sometimes because I "I just want to see the cool stuff. (laughs) Jeez. It's been forever since I played that game. Is it a Metroidvania? Like I I genuinely can't remember how it works. Well, actually, that's the thing. It's it's a Castlevania game, but it's not actually a Metroidvania game. So yeah, in a Mm. sense, it's, well... It's it's more linear. I think there's some branching parts. Yeah, but but you don't really go back and like backtrack. No, you don't. So actually, you're right. Like, yeah, it's not a Metroidvania. But in the literal definition, it is a Castlevania game. It's a Castlevania game. Yeah. Um, in fact, we're doing a list at some point about games that no longer that, that like sequels that came out that didn't reflect the previous games in the series. Crash and Team that Racing. Is, that's one of them. Yeah, Crash Team Racing is another one. It's a bit but, different. Uh, Lords of Shadow was not really like other Castlevania games. Mm. Um, talking of Crash Bandicoot, though, I do have one more answer, which is okay. Crash Bandicoot Four. Right. Okay. That game, objectively, in the context of the fact that it's a seek, a direct sequel to the original trilogy, it's objectively too hard. 
It's too hard. It's too hard. Too it's, hard. It's the Dark Souls slash Castlevania Lords of Shadow of Crash games. <laughs> are they the ones what have been sort of banished to Blizzard now? Or are they, the was new, that a different the cr- developer? Crash 4 is the new one. No, Crash 4 is just the official name of the latest game. You know, uh, uh, what's it called? It's About Time. Crash yeah, yeah. Oh, I know the game. I mean the developer. You know, one of them just got, just got sort of taken off Spyro slash oh, Crash mean, Duty. Um, yeah. Was it Vicarious or was it Toys for Bob? Who worked on Crash 4? They, I get them all mixed up now. I think Toys... Mm, maybe Vicarious. Because one of them just sort of got see, just weirdly banished yeah. a few months ago, didn't I they? I think Toys it's for Bob actually strange. made Crash 4. Uh, Vicarious Visions did the earlier uh, Crash games. Right. Um, but yeah, I think it was a Toys for Bob. It was Bob developed one. by Toys for Bob. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And published by Activision. And they're on COD. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to obviously talk too much about Activision, mm. but at least here I am saying I somewhat hate that game. I also love it because it's a direct sequel to the original Crash trilogy, and I really enjoyed that aspect of it. But Jesus Christ, it's just so hard. <laughs> there's a really infamous bit, like right before the final boss, um, where there's this final run between the last checkpoint and the end of the level, and it's a side-scrolly bit, and... Basically, everyone who who's played the game knows what I'm talking about. It will, on your first <laughs> run of the game, it will take you 50 to 100 attempts, just over and over, combining these, like, mask powers, trying to, like, fly through the air and freeze time and I flip upside that. down. Sounds fun, man. It sounds really fun. It's sickeningly yeah. annoying. But wow. I can't also, wait to play that. Well, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I also appreciate it for being Crash 4, at least. It's Maybe still a great game. Maybe we should start saying, yeah. like... It is. Oh, it's the Crash 4 of Dark Souls. Yeah, we could do the next Soulsborne game comes out. This is the Crash 4 of Soulsborne. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, There you go. So two answers from me. Greedy. Um, I also have like two answers, but it's kind of like one game and like one concept. Um, The game that I have a love-hate relationship with is Sea of Thieves. Okay. Um, Okay. Because I love the idea of Sea of Thieves. And when someone suggests to play it, I'm like, yeah, I'd love to play it. I love it. And then I play it and I'm like, Jesus, I'm bored. And Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. And it's just so big and like expansive that you kind of like run out of, not run out of things to do, but don't even know where to start. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, like it's fun when you're with a bunch of people and you can just like sail the seas and find an island but i feel like every time i play it i'm going to like the same three islands and doing the same thing over and over again and doesn't really feel like there's any progression outside of just like get on boat sail boat here kill skeleton sail boat here maybe go here if you're feeling fancy mm. um but i love the idea of it and i do like wait a couple months someone will be like see if thieves and i'll be like yes play mm. it for a couple hours and go oh i don't think i'm ever gonna play that again i'm yeah. bored now um but the other one is i love the idea of like 2d pixel adventure survival games like starbound and terraria and stuff mm-hmm. i just think i've played a bit of starbound I just, again, I just, if it's not got a good enough, like, go here now, do this now. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't get my head around it. I get mm-hmm. so, like, confused and I find it really difficult to get on board with. But I love the idea of, like, just spending hours just making something or exploring, a like, a 2D world. Like, I've, I think it's fun. But I just can't bring myself to spend too long doing it if I don't know. I'm not with someone who knows how to play the game if I'm just kind of wandering around because I'm like I don't know what to do and I don't know where to go that's the thing I played Terraria with with friends there were several of us from like old school friends mm. we had a, a, a world together and that's one of those games where you, you, you basically need the wiki in order to yeah. know how to play the game and like if you think about it 
That's not actually very good game design. Like Terraria, I found really fun when we knew what we were doing. And again, there's some like cool bosses and stuff that mm. you can spawn in. Um, but we were kind of relying on the fact that one of the guys in the group kind of knew a bit more about it than we did. And so he was saying, oh, we need to do this now. I need to do that now. But, you know, if, if he hadn't known that, or I guess the first time he ever played the game, you do just have to just look up online a lot of the time. Like, what what can I do now? Yeah. What do I do next? You know? Same with games like Valheim. Um, that game, you can kind of get the first sort of steps you can kind of take and it makes sense. But then after a certain point, it kind of just you just have to figure it out mm. um and me and uh, my me and my ben mm-hmm. um mb mb were playing with a bunch of other friends and we didn't have time to play it for a couple of weeks we went back and they were like fully like six levels ahead of us like iron and wolf armor knew they were going for the last boss and i was like i have no idea how we got here and i wouldn't have even known how to get here from the f- like time i left till the time i joined again so mm. that is like someone obviously knew how to do it and then they gradually everyone else got that information but if you like miss a week of playing suddenly it's like oh everyone's way ahead of me because they know how to play the game and i have no idea it's a double-edged sword isn't it i think there's there is an inherent beauty in games like that and and in soulsborne titles Mm -hmm. as well of the not knowing Mm. of the of the discovering of the giving up and then looking at a wiki and trying to work out what's going on but more often than not you do need some sort of chaperone to help you through those kinds of games so it is you know there, there are positives and benefits like i wouldn't i don't think positives for example, and benefits positives and benefits that's not right my benefits positive and negatives mbs mbs uh, <laughs> positives and negatives is what i meant to say uh, i don't think that the say for example dark souls would be anywhere near as good if every three paces there was a text box that popped up mm-hmm. that yeah. was like here's yeah. what this item does uh beyond you know the vague description it gives you because i think it's just part of the the world and you know as, as you say some people could argue that that's not very good game design because you have to look it up yourself uh but it definitely lends itself to the ambiance mm. i think it's, it's good game design if if it's it, you have to do it in a certain way where you will probably work it out eventually yeah, like naturally like, you will find if you that experiment part. then you'll get it whereas i i think i could potentially have played terraria for a long time if i've been playing solo which is not the best way to play terraria anyway but if i had been playing on my own there would have been things that I would have just never discovered, I think, mm-hmm. because there's no direct kind of even a guide to say, maybe just play around, you know, just experiment yeah. over there a little bit. You know, so. Yeah. Point and click adventure games in particular, mm. where it's like combine point and click adventure games. Combine the banana with the with the string yeah. to open the door. And it's yeah. like how, how, yeah. how on Why? earth would I Apart from randomly clicking forever. Anyway, I just, I'm not a huge fan of those games. Mm. <laughs> However, my answers, I have a couple as well. Cuphead is one. Oh, yeah. A game uh, that yeah. I adore and detest in equal measure because it's beautiful and I love everything it does and I'm so glad that it, it exists. But I found it so incredibly frustrating. Mm-hmm. Like, so, just so hard. And I was there like, I just nearly in tears just like i'm so emotional about this game it's just i just want to beat this boss why is it so hard i don't understand that wasn't fair (laughs) and just endlessly bashing my head against the wall until i eventually managed to to beat it and then there was that moment that we talked about on the podcast where i was fighting i think king dice or one of the one of the final bosses where he glitched out 
and he just stood oh, yeah. there and I just shot him until I won. I was like, I'm I'm going taking to take I'm taking the victory. I'll have it. I I'm would. not going to I'm not a purist in that sense, but I as, as I said, I love everything else about that game. It was just that that I was <sighs> and The other one is Dark Souls 2, which oh, yeah. I love because it's a Dark Souls game and I hate because it doesn't feel like a Dark Souls game. Mm. It just feels like a completely different game. There's so many things about Dark Souls 2 that are wonky and off. When compared even to the first game, it feels like a step back in so many ways. So many weird mechanics and design choices where it, in a lot of ways, while it's still an exceptional game, it feels like someone has done their best to recreate Souls, yeah. uh, Dark Souls, without any of the original files. Like you've just described what Dark Souls is. Almost, And then yeah. they've just tried to make the game. There's lots of weird stuff. Like you drink Estus and it doesn't go whoop on your health. It slowly refills. So you can... Find the time to drink Estus, your healing item, uh, and you have to come to a complete stop while you do it in the middle of a boss fight. You've managed to drink it, but then your health slowly goes up and you can still get hit in that time and mm -hmm. die anyway. And right. it's like, what was the... <sighs> anyway, <laughs> Dark Souls 2 is great, but it is the worst Soulsborne game and you can like, take that to the back. It's a shame Quite because like, there's these these games, like the, the positive aspects of them kind of are like a draw so like mm. sea of thieves and cuphead are both games that i want to play yeah but the reason i haven't is for the reasons you've both said like yeah. sea of thieves seems like it gets boring really quickly and cuphead seems like it's really difficult so it's you know it's unfortunate really because there's but then there's different strokes for the everyone's entitled to their own positives and so benefits on. there's yeah. positives and benefits to all of these of course uh you know yeah. people will play cuphead and like it's easy oh yeah i beat it without dying like Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Same with Crash 4. Loads of people will be saying, what are you talking about? Which yeah. Straightforward. But. Oh, these these questions are about our opinions. Yeah. And there they were. Should we move on yeah. yes. to a section that oh, I've never done it before? Oh, me neither, actually. <laughs> What's it called? I think it's yeah. called What We Play In. Mm. It's What We Play In time. Welcome to What We Play In. I don't know if that stayed in or not. But no, I just had a little sing so. there. <laughs> I've just been baffled by both of us singing the this song. This is the second time you've started singing a song since really? you started. Yeah, at the beginning, well, you didn't sing the song, but you started saying the words to the song at the beginning of the recording. Oh, Rolling by Limp Bizkit. Rolling, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then now we've just had a little song break. Bit of Scarlet Fire. Peter I just I wish you'd sing songs that I knew. Oh, sorry. We <laughs> so can, I could join in. I'm trying to think. What would be a song that you would know? I mean, I know lots of songs. Yeah. You think you know music? Name every Name song. Name every song. Name every song. What even songs do you know? Well, like Scarlet Fire, you will be able to find quite easily Scarlet because it's the little Fire. little snippet that plays between sections on the podcast. Oh, right. Yeah. I see. Okay. And Peter and I have a telepathic presenter link yeah. that you will be attuned to yeah, in eventually. time. So yeah. one of us starts something and the other one knows <laughs> what's going on immediately. Yeah. It, it just happens. Peter, what have you been playing? I've got to be a bit of a an annoying tease this week. So I've already done this twice live on the internet. I did it on Facebook Live um, last week and on my solo stream on Monday. Uh, well, I'm saying last week, I'm talking two weeks. This has been recorded on a <laughs> Thursday and it's going out on Saturday. Whatever. Recently, I've done it twice. Um, you know when someone... There's some like annoying person in your office or at school or whatever. I'm and they to say something. Yeah, yeah. What are you talking there, about? Well, there are two actually. But <laughs> um and they sort of they kind of have a little oh, oh I've got like a secret, but I can't really turn you on. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, you know. Okay. Uh I know something you don't know and I'm not, I can't really tell anyone about it. Stop asking me about it. I'm not I can't stop, tell I can't anyone. Tell you. What are you oh, doing? God, guys, stop. 
This week, mm-hmm. uh, every night of the week, I've been playing a game that I'm trying to get working slash good at <laughs> for um, a potentially a set of streams, maybe a, a regular feature of uh, of solo streams on my part. Um, in fact, I hope it's not. I've not sort of shown. Like I've waved my sheet earlier. In no, the, they uh, can't. I don't see. think they can see. It's, it. it's in right. red font. Yeah. Probably too not visible. But um, it's. Uh, Without giving too much away, because I don't want to spoil it until... Because one thing, for one thing, it might not happen. If I can't get it working properly for the stream, then it's just not going to happen. But uh, also, I just don't want to give it away ahead of time. Um, but let's say I mentioned Dance EJ um, in the previous stream, yeah. which was a, a bit of... Podcast. Uh, sorry, podcast. Thank you. Um, which is technically a game. It was marketed as a game rather than a piece of software. Um, but it was a game that a lot of kids had in my school where you would just like make music and do like funky tunes and also like torment your brother with it as well. We deleted all your files and Dance all EJ. Your files. Um, and let's just say that I've been playing a game like Dance EJ um, that I want to do some streaming uh, of um, so that as a community, we can all come together and create something very special. Uh, but that's all I'm affra- at liberty to say at the moment, I'm afraid. <laughs> God. Geez. I know a secret, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. No Ratchet and Clank this week? Oh, no, I've given up on that. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you relapsed back into Halo yet? No, I haven't. But uh, like I say, this thing, every single night for for a week, and not just because I I need My to gosh. get it working, but because I've actually been really enjoying myself. So This um, had better be amazing. Yeah. It better had be, yeah. If it never really... comes to fruition, you'll never know what it was. I know. I mean, I'm worried that either it won't happen. It's Tomba 2. Yeah. <laughs> or that it will happen and people will be like, oh, oh, is it? Oh, okay. Is this dreams. It? Right. Mm. Dreams. Love dreams. Yeah. Brilliant meme game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Dreams is a good uh, placeholder. Think, just imagine I've been playing Dreams for a week because yeah. I want to make some Dreams projects on stream. Yeah. That's yeah. basically what I've been doing, but it's not Dreams. You want to make Quest for Cheese 4? Yeah, 4. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Quest for Cheese. There's three. I've played the first one. Oh, they're so good. They're all so, there's lots of copycats, but there's only one There's only one, one guy Quest for cheese. who makes the Quest the for Cheese. The one true Quest for Cheese. It's, it's phenomenal. Amazing. Ashton, what have you been playing? I have been playing uh, two games this week. Um, I played a little bit of Plants vs. Zombies Fight for Neighborville. Neighborville. Uh, I really like this game. I think it's fun. I think it's colorful. I think it's big enough that you've got enough to do for like... Like, I'm still playing it. And we've finished the Plants campaign. Um, and we're going into the zombie campaign. So you don't have to do like the multiplayer stuff in it. So that's the third person shooter one, is it? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, but there's like the story, there's like a co-op story mode, which is really nice. Oh, so there is actually a story. Yeah, I thought it was just multiplayer. No, so there's multi, there is multiplayer modes, but there's also a like, it's not a long campaign. Like admittedly, it's like two levels as the plants and two levels as the zombies. Right. But there's enough to do that it'll take you like a hot minute to mm. get through it and it's a co-op oh, nice. game which is great um i've been playing that and i really enjoy that game um i keep going back to it the only thing about it i'm just gonna say this the only thing about it that really bothers me is the fact that i play it on xbox game pass and in order to play on xbox game pass you have to have ea play installed ea play doesn't work doesn't doesn't work what's wrong with it what's wrong i've got it's a code for ea play that i it's won it's not compatible with xbox game pass so i thought it was all rolled in is it not well no so you, it's all in xbox game pass right. like you can get the games from there but in order to play them you need to have an ea play account okay in order to do that you need to have logged into your ea play account <sighs> however when you do that it doesn't always work first time sometimes ea play just opens and it just poos itself 
and it just sits there and it doesn't let you play the game. Um, and it is rubbish and it doesn't work to ever collect correctly. And it bothers me, but I love the game. And it's also, I think it's on PS Plus this month. So if oh, you don't want to play it on the, Xbox Game Pass. that one is? Yeah. If you don't want to play on Xbox Game Pass, I'd recommend just getting it on PS Plus because it works. And it works on Steam as well. So just EA Play can suck it. Um, <laughs> Ashton Matthews. True though. It just, it really irks me that everyone's got their own streaming platform now of like their games mm. but they don't work together but you're going to make try and make them work together by putting your games on another one <laughs> and oh. god <laughs> she's got saying? no time for it it makes me it drives me insane because the same with origin and ea play don't work together but what why not ea makes sims and sims is on origin doesn't make sense Anyway, I was um, just sort of looking at you in that shirt just then. I just love like how how angry you are. In there's uh, there's something about that. It looks quite mild mannered, and then you're just going absolutely. I feel mad. like I look like a dad on holiday in this shirt. Yeah, but like. in a, you pull it off. I, my my dad has a shirt a bit like that, and yeah. I just I, you can't say that to Ashton. I but but I'm my young, dad but has I'm, a very similar fashion. But my dad has it. a similar shirt to so a lot of the ones that I wear. So I just love like the image of you getting furious. <laughs> Dressed as a dad. <laughs> dressed, as, dressed as Peter's dad on holiday. Yeah. I'm just as. I'm cosplaying. Um, the other game I've been playing on Xbox Game Pass is Hades. And I know Ben's been playing, about, yeah, playing this game as well. So well, this is the second time we've played the same game in the same mm -hmm. week. I've really enjoyed Hades. I didn't think I was going to like it. I don't really go for roguelikes because I think I will get frustrated with having to restart every single time. Um, but I've actually really enjoyed it. I've only made it just past Meg. Um, which is the first boss. Mm -hmm. Took me a good couple of tries to get past Meg. But I've really, I've actually had a really good time playing it, which I didn't think I was going to. Um, I was watching my partner play it on Monday because he had the day off and I was like, mm, I don't really want to play that. So I spent most of Tuesday night playing it. Um, and I enjoyed it. I think it's a good game. I've, I'll let you talk about it first and then we can have a bit more talk about it because I know you've got a bit to say about it. Yeah. Um, so, oh, I don't know about, about this. I like it. <laughs> I, I think like Hades it. is fantastic. It's to a be really clear. good game. Also, I went to triplejump.gg, bought myself some PlayStation Network currency, and then bought Hades with that. Yeah. Oh. Why not? Get you. Supporting, Supporting yourself. The biz. So buy it there. You're going to buy uh -huh. it there. Didn't get mine coins, though. If you Next do time. buy mine coins, please let us know. Yeah. I'm genuinely curious. We could probably request the, the, the like, stats. Yeah. yeah as to I saw someone what, use but... um, use it to buy a uh, Switch currency the other Switch day e shop i think yeah. yeah thank you to everyone who is doing that but yes i i bought hades obviously heard a huge amount about it it's just come to playstation which is why mm -hmm. i i bought it mm. uh i as i've spoken about on this podcast i'm also not a huge fan of roguelikes or roguelites however you want to say it is it roguelikes or road lights because well, i thought it was things. there's two different yeah right. there's like rogue i imagine from context rogue light has rogue like elements rogue oh, i believe was the original game that did that, that thing die repeat so like souls like stuff. yeah exactly like a exactly race, and right. rogue like is a game i see because like i saw it. them both and i was like have i been saying it wrong this whole time or are they two I think different it's kind things? of interchangeable because yeah. it's sort of both apply to hades rogue like um, is the is the sort of original is the true sense of the genre and a rogue light is we're not going to go quite as roguelike as, as yeah. that because mm. yeah. returnal is a rogue -like. rogue ro is very much a roguelike it's returnal is but you punishing said you didn't like roguelike but you didn't you i really returnal? liked returnal but it took a while for me to get into it and right. from what i gather from other people who who know and more about the genre and played far more of it it's a really 
punishing one in that there's very right. little persistent sort of I don't know development of your character between runs so I you, see. there's very few currencies that in fact there may only be one currency that actually persists between runs and you can't really better yourself mm. right. whereas Hades which are, what I'm really liking about it is that every time you die in a run you do bring back resources that you mm -hmm. can spend to permanently better your character right. so each yeah. time you go in you are a bit better I understand why this game was so critically lauded last year. Oh, it's so I think good. it's fantastic. The presentation is incredible. Uh, it's really fun to play, although I am terrible with all the melee weapons and I'm just using a bow so far. I really like the shield. Um, yeah? Yeah, I think I, I really, but I do like when the bow just kind of goes. Oh, what, your special just, like, move? slam yeah. everyone because it's that nice. means that everyone who's trying to sh shoot at me. I can just, get out. Get can out. Can get out. I also haven't played a huge amount. I've done two of the bosses um, and I'm looking forward to like getting properly stuck into it soon. Mm. Um, I have one gripe <laughs> with it, which we've spoken about a little bit in the <laughs> yes, office. Yeah. And also Fraser, our community manager, is also playing Hades at the moment. He yeah. has a similar gripe. And I don't know if it, and this is in the grand scheme of things, to be very clear, an incredibly minor issue I, that I've taken with it. I went back this morning because I was curious about it and I watched yeah. on YouTube the thing that you're about to say to yeah. make sure that I had like listened to it to give it my opinion. Yeah. And I I don't get it. I don't okay. you are very strong about this and I was like At least oh, okay. Fraser agrees with me. So you're not on the same page as you don't I agree. I kind of get it. Okay. But not the same. The protagonist Zag, the Prince of the Underworld. Zag. Zag. It's short for Zagreus, I think. Right. Yeah. I hate his voice acting. Oh, really? I hate it. And the prevailing notion about Hades' voice cast is that along with the their art styles and how they're presented, they're all incredibly sexy. Mm -hmm. And the internet's fallen in love with them. Yeah. And they love them. And there's articles about how the the voice cast have become sort of like unexpected sex symbols overnight because people are obsessed with their wow. voices and stuff. Like people love this stuff. Now, I don't know if it's because I'm from the UK and this isn't yeah. something that people from outside of the UK are probably going to notice at all. And equally, there are people from the UK who it just doesn't bother and that's fine. But for me, when I had to Google it, like, Am I, am I the only one who just can't stand this guy's voice? Because everyone else's voices are are fine. Mm. And, you know, a lot of them just do American There are a couple of things that, okay. like, that he says that are a bit weird. Yeah. But for the most part, I just thought it sounded like a, a silly voice. It's very clear to me that it's an American doing an English accent. Right. That's my issue. And it there's at least two words every sentence that it's like nails on a chalkboard for me. He says mate in almost every other thing. And this is something that Fraser pointed out. Our community manager was like, I just hate it. Mm -hmm. Whenever he says mate, it's like, oh, my God. But when I Googled, you know, is the, vo like, is the voice acting bad? Like, I, I, can't, I can't tell. The Reddit thread I found was people don't like the style of the voiceover delivery, which is yeah. very supposedly ASMR-ish, that the microphone uh, right. is like very up, up close and personal no, like this. Which is why people find it a bit sexy. Yeah. But... Nobody was saying he's just he's just pronouncing words wrong. Mm -hmm. Like the accent sounds weird. And it's again, funny. it's a minor issue, yeah. but like I can't not hear it. And he's the only character. It's annoying that he's the protagonist, but he's the only character who's really grating on me at the moment. Does he say mate 
at somewhat inappropriate times as well, Not like really. too often. Just every other sentence because it's just kind of there. Because that's something that Americans who are trying to write or act as a British person so, don't get right. They think that it's either interchangeable with the word friend, which it isn't, um, or that you can just kind of put comma mate at the end of any sentence mm. and it will yeah. f- sound You're fine. You're right, mate. So there's actually no How British person... How are you doing could, today, mate? Exactly. No, per, no Thanks, British mate. person could tell you exactly what is and isn't what the rules are <laughs> they just no know rules. inherently there are no yeah. rules but so that's why it's difficult for a, an, like Americans to exactly emulate the mate thing it's yeah. funny because I always have issues with accents in in TV and video games and stuff it really always irks me but I just didn't notice it at all yeah. but I, I did when I was listening earlier I did think like sometimes he just kind of sounds a bit Australian he does sound like, Australian kind he of sounds goes, a bit goes, like kind of goes a bit Aussie sometimes but I think yeah. like for the most part, I think it's a it's a good attempt at an mm. English accent. But that's the thing; it's an it's an attempt, mm. right? I just I really like, like and, it. And I, again, noticeably so. I think the game is fantastic. It's a really and good it's such game. a small issue, but it's something that like I have just been obs- <laughs> I don't know why I've just been obsessing over his accent. It really annoys me, and I'm not suggesting for a minute that people from outside the UK shouldn't be doing UK accents. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm gatekeeping. I'm not gatekeeping <laughs> accents. And I'm not suggesting that I could do a better job either. That's not, also not or what I'm saying. Or a better American accent. Or a be- exactly. He, he does a fine job, but I feel like I am one of few people in the entire world who hears him speak and thinks, that's an American doing an English accent, and it's not very good. Mm. I just it's always really assume annoying. that every British accent is an American doing a British accent. <laughs> but saying that, when I was playing Tomb Raider, the, the new trilogy, mm. I had a real issue with it because I thought her accent sounded like an American doing a posh British accent. Turns out she's British. Right. So I was like, this is weird. I just didn't like the way that her voice sounded. But I got mm-hmm. used to it after a while. But I really like Hades. I think it's a really yeah. good game if you're worried like oh i'm not gonna i don't think i'm gonna like a rogue like then i think it's a really good game to start with because like you say there is things you can bring back to like improve your character and gradually build up your stats and make you a bit harder to kill there's always dialogue everything always changes every time you die they've got something different to say oh that's good um you can pet the three-headed dog yeah so that's great sold Mm-hmm. And like gradually, I don't know if it's maybe so I haven't got very very far, but gradually like the rooms in in Hades's house yes. open up a bit, so you can like explore a bit more um, and meet new people and find out about new people and stuff. So. Have you met the the what's she called like a, a the Gorgon like spider head lady? What do sir? Yeah, who just Medusa. goes up to the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah. She, is she her full name Medusa? Well, she was just she's, called she's Dusa. She's called Dusa, but she's got like snakes on her head. She's a so Gorgon. I assume then, she's yeah, Medusa, Medusa was a Gorgon in Greek mythology. She doesn't have like I don't know what her like I said, real form I said, in like, mythology was, but she's just a yeah. head in the game. She's like a floating little maid. Yeah. Um but I said to Ben, I was like, Oh yeah, like Medusa and he was like, Oh, yeah. Medusa. Why is she called Medusa? I was like, That's I just thought off. it was like a well, little like nickname. Yeah. yeah, maybe, but she's great. I love she her. Is. She's she's, cute. she's like she gets really skittish around the prince. At one point, she like, asked Zag to go for a drink, and he was like, "Yeah, we can go tomorrow." And she's like, "Never mind," and just ran just away. Goes, <laughs> and just zips <laughs> like, up to okay. the ceiling and disappears. I love Shy it. I, I love. Shy. I love this game. It's I'm really, really looking good. forward to playing more. Just the accent thing. I can't. Hopefully, yeah. I'll get over it. It's on like every platform now as well. So yes. you've got really no excuse not Do to give play. it a go. Yeah, and it's cheap as well. Triplejump.gg if you want to buy it. Uh, get it on I Game Pass as well. You'd like but, it. Uh, there we are. Sorry. Sorry to completely just talk about flipping. 
accents did you play? Did you have a nice week off? Because you yeah, played well, loads of games last well, week. I did. Playing, yes, I've played. I played all sorts. So I'll, I'll rattle through them. Uh, Time Split is future perfect. Perfect. Uh, played some local multiplayer in that against bots. That was fun. Mm -hmm. And also completed my friend's childhood save data to 100% completion. <laughs> he had like three challenges left Did to do. Did some arcade challenges, yeah. get golds. Passing the control around, although it was my friend Fred who ultimately managed to get the job done. Snipe some watermelons off chimps as they're running around. Some uh, yeah. crappy challenges. I remember... <laughs> Is he called Flesh Cage? Being very difficult to unlock. He's the one who says, sticks and stones, they are my bones. He's just, <laughs> he's just a man made of sticks and meat. Right. Um, yeah, he was he was a sort of end game character. Mm. Yeah. Sticks it was meat. good though. It was it was very satisfying to finally close the close the book on mm -hmm. that on that yeah. save file. Uh played some Guitar Hero. Mm -hmm. In fact, I've been listening to just the Guitar Hero soundtrack. Did you play on... it on a controller or did you use No, I actually did use a guitar. I tried on easy because as soon as I put it on normal and a fourth button comes into play and I have to use my little finger, my brain just melted down. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I can't, I don't, like just complete sensory overload. I couldn't do it. I've never played Guitar Hero, either with a controller or a uh, guitar. Me neither. Maybe it's we'll have great. to try some Guitar Hero or something. It's yeah. so fun. We'll have to make a video up to We had the whole, that we had the, the, the microphone, mm. the two the two guitars, and the drum set, and yeah. everything. That was nice, super Brilliant. fun. It was good. Played some Nightfire. Oh yeah, another good game. Oh, oh. that one. Um, Time Split is future perfect. I don't know if it's because you can customize the controls completely, which is how you can bring it up to modern standards. Nightfire not aged has well. not aged well. Oh, and oh, there'll be people listening to this who will think that's sacrilege. But I loved Nightfire uh, in my youth. Yeah, uh, because I'm really old now, obviously. Mm. And um, uh -huh. and yeah, it was just like, oh my god, this is not how I remember this in my mind well, at same all. Same with Goldeneye. Goldeneye has aged terribly, and a lot of people haven't played Goldeneye for a long time. And if you if you actually go back and play it, you'll be like, oh Jesus. If you play it for the first time now, it's yeah. it's tough. But mm. uh, equally, some people have never stopped playing Goldeneye. Probably they mm. still still do it to this day. Yeah. Um, Pokemon Crystal. Played a lot of Pokemon Crystal. Mm -hmm. um, did you take your Game Boy out and about? I did. Well, I sat outside playing it. Oh, yeah, I playing Pokemon Crystal. I thought you just out on the streets with it. Because I kind of, uh, we didn't hear much from you last week. And then occasionally we'd see you pop up on Twitter with like I a just picture. Photos Pokemon of, one, of, of games. There was one just, I thought you were just like, just like some concrete and like a tarmac in the background. I was like, is he just gone wandering around? He's just around walking around with his Pokemon. Game Boy, like off of an ad. Pretending he's playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got uh, their Pokemon Go out. He's like, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah OG. No. Playing the, I'm playing the, the OG, actually. But I beat the Pokemon League, just done that. Um, nice. Just going through it a few times, leveling up my Pokemans, having a, having a nice time with that game. Did you get that one that he was really winding you up, the spider one? The spider you... one, yeah, I did, and he was crap anyway. Um, replaced him now. Terrible. What about that? Uh, was it the ghosty one you were Hunter. Trying? Hunter. My Hunter. Yeah, my Hunter is now a Gengar. Still crap. Needs needs a powerful move, doesn't it? It's actually pronounced Janjar. <laughs> Sorry, Jamjar. Jamjar. Right. Uh, I played Tennis World Tour, a little bit of that, mm. which is another game that's on Plus. I like tennis games. I don't like this tennis game. Oh, no, you were really excited about I know. that. It, I'm really sorry that you didn't like it. It's okay. I've I've gotten over it now. But uh, I, there hasn't been a good tennis game for ages. This one didn't review very well anyway. Um, and it's just... 
It spent the first like five minutes popping up with loads of text box talking me through how its in-game random card system worked. Oh, and I was no. like, for God, like didn't even teach me how to play. It was like, so here's how our, our basically in-game loot boxes work. Mm -hmm. And I was like, brilliant. Well, Good. this is promising. And then the game itself wasn't really that arcadey. You have to like time your shots really specifically. And I just I just didn't like it and I I deleted it before too long. So that's a shame. Nah. Um but played Hades and then Back for Blood had its open beta last mm -hmm. weekend, played yeah. through the whole of the campaign there. What did you there. think of that? Really good. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. Played it with someone who played Left 4 Dead back in the day and is completely unplugged from sort of the games industry and what's going on. And she said at one point, uh, this reminds me of Left 4 Dead. Is this meant to remind me? So clearly they've done a very good job. Yeah, that's good. Obviously Turtle had, Rock Studios developed yeah. Left 4 Dead back in the day. I heard someone say that it was like Left 4 Dead, just not quite as fun. I mean, that is, I think that's fair. It's had some modernization go mm. on, but there are a couple of things that are really annoying. I got matched up with Steam players when I was playing on my own who just sprinted off through the level right. and just left me behind, left yeah. me for dead, right. uh, which was crap. And then I went down and they were miles away and it was like, this is awesome. They didn't um, come back for blood. They didn't come back for blood. No, they'd be fair. Left, not you being... were left for dead too. <laughs> yes. Yes. To, to be fair, not being as fun as Left for Dead is, I mean, that's not a bad it's thing. It's still really you good. Know, Left 4 Dead is very fun. Oh, I'm going to play Left 4 Dead again. Yeah. Damn. It's great, though. Back 4 Blood. Uh, I, I do recommend. I'm watching it with interest. Uh, the AI director that was present in Left 4 Dead that sort of made decisions on the fly about how many zombies are going to be where and where, you know, if certain doors are going to be open or even available and stuff. That's still pretty cool technology. Mm -hmm. But it can sometimes just make the level so hard yeah mm. so so hard there was a bit where you had to like sp i assume sprint from like you know sort of a, a back alley and it's like fences residential fences yeah. either side you had to sprint from one end all the way up to a house like the safe room at the top and as you did it zombies were just like piling over the fences but whenever they touch you, they do that really annoying thing in in some games where you just your movement speed slows right mm. down yeah. so as soon as one of them hits you and you go oh no here I go, slowly walking, and more of them and can get, the to you. get you. And it's just like, this is absurd. There's so many of them. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's it's shaping up really nicely. Mm. So one to one to watch for sure. Nice. And that is probably our longest what we play in section ever. Yeah. It's and it's now time for question two. It's now done. Question two. Uh, question two comes from Harold, Harold Bobbert Hawking. I have another question in case the first is too long. I liked your first question, but they picked this one. Sorry. This was even better. Oh, sorry. Um, are there any video game characters people seem to love, but you can't stand? I've always hated Trevor from GTA 5, but all my friends seem to love him. Thanks, internet friends. Yeah, she says friends. 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 And then a love heart. Um, I've got a kind of graded system. I've got three answers here. I'll rattle through them, but mm -hmm. it goes from non-committal to... <laughs> hatred. Uh, yeah, hatred. Pure hate. Um, I sort... This sort of doesn't qualify, but Sergeant Johnson from Halo, um, okay. who originally in Halo 1 was a bit of a throwaway character. He was just one of the Marines, but he he played the, the authority figure and would bark commands at people. Then people loved him so much that they wrote into the canon a way that he survived the destruction of the Halo ring and Halo 1. What fans did that? Uh, no, the the the, the bun right. like Bungie did that makes it, sense. Um, because the fans loved him so much. So in Halo 2 and 3, he's a major character. Like he's in all the cutscenes and stuff and you fight alongside him. And in Halo 3, he has this like tragic death scene where he sacrifices himself effectively. Um, 
I just don't, and like people were really <laughs> sad about it. And I, I don't hate him. I really don't hate him. But compared to how much other people love him, I, I have so little interest in whether Sergeant Johnson lives or dies. And I remember playing Halo Three for the first time, um, and loving the game and being really, um, uh, kind of uh, engaged with it, and you know, thoroughly enjoying myself. And then I finally get to like the final level where he dies in this cutscene before you do a big drive. Um, and Now watch this drive. Yeah, now watch this drive. And there's this like sad music playing and he's going, uh, send me out with a bang. And meanwhile, you're just doing the Alan Partridge shrug gif. Yeah, and I'm like, send him out with a bang. Okay, okay. Sure. Just, just roll him out the back of the Shove water hog. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll send him out with a bang. Um, so that's that. I don't hate him, but everyone else loves him and I just don't care. Um, in the middle, someone that I do hate, but I'm sort of supposed to hate, but other people still love is Claptrap from Borderlands. Right. He is a bit, I understand that. He's sort of designed to be irritating. That's just the way he's written. Mm. But in spite of that, some people just think he's brilliant and I don't. I, ju- I only hate him. You know, <laughs> I only find it. You've not even played the games, but he's, no, he's, maybe the hatred it. permeates. I yeah, actually tried to sit down and play game. Borderlands 1 mm. and he's like right at the beginning, isn't yeah. he, in that one in the ice cave? And I just thought, Jesus and Borderlands Christ. 1 is an... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Borderlands 1 is an inherently... Uh, like not very funny game compared yeah. to the rest of them. Right, yeah. So he is the peak of comedy in that. Yeah. Although the Ice Caves, that's Borderlands 2. So you might have... Oh, maybe it was Borderlands He's 2. He's actually more palatable yeah. in that one. So if you hated him there, I'm pretty sure it you was, must uh, really you hate You go him. in there and there's like bodies everywhere in the in the Ice Cave that's and stuff. Borderlands that's Borderlands 2, yeah. 2. It's the dust. If it's brown and dusty, dust, it's... Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Well. I think he's, I played, still, he's still at the oh, beginning yeah, of that one as well. you get off a bus at the start. Yeah, we played a bit on stream. So I've played both of them. Borderlands 1 and 2 and I think in both of them I was like, screw can't, can't stand yeah, this toaster. Um, and then here's a final one who people love and I kind of hate. So it's a full committal answer. Okay. John Marston. Okay. Red Dead Redemption. Partly just because he represents rock star characters to me in general. So it's not, it's still not quite personal to him. Mm. But I just think like everyone in a rock star game is kind of an asshole. And John Marston, the reason I picked him is that at least in GTA, most of those characters are kind of supposed to be assholes, right? Mm -hmm. But John Marston is kind of written in a way where there are lots of moments in there where he's this like diamond in the rough and, you know, he'll see like an injustice happening and he'll step in and say... Oh, I don't think that's right, partner. Don't know about you, but I I don't think you should be doing that. That's him. Uh, That's him. That's my John Marston. And... I still just can't see him as anything other than a rock star character because in, uh, in other on other occasions he's just an a hole and I think he just you know he just pisses me off mm. and uh, didn't really care when he when he died that much I did actually that was a bit unfair he'd made it all the way through he should have just been allowed to retire but uh, broadly throughout the game I just look at him and I'm like. You're a rock shut star up. character. Shut up. Peter like is you. unaffected by death in video games. Yeah. So that's I something am. that we can take away from this. Yeah. Show me that claptrap death scene. I want to see it. Uh, well, there's a DLC where literally you they just kill, kill every other you kill all clap the claptraps. Wow. He's the only the one left. One. Well, I'm saying I want to see I want to see claptrap's death scene. That claptrap. That yeah. claptrap, and I want to be completely unaffected by it. And in tell fact, Peter wants to boot him into the sun. Yeah, I do. What you need to do I is play the bang. What you need to do is play the opening of Borderlands 2 
where he gets his eye ripped out by the mm. by the big oh, yeah, yeah, the big monster and then just save quit and delete the <laughs> yeah. game so yeah. that forever he is He's preserved dead. without cannon. without his eye it's mm. a good idea so yeah. you're so cruel so there we go have i successfully annoyed most of the audience there <laughs> by listing several beloved Your characters hot takes. yeah ashton who um, do you hate i don't really have a video game hatred towards many characters. Normally it's like just an indifference. It's a strong word. Yeah, so I'm pretty indifferent to Jason Brody from Far Cry 3, who's also mm. the character you're playing as, and I feel like you're meant to a bit sorry for him because his brothers are like potentially dead and all of his friends are off and about getting kidnapped and that. But I just don't feel sorry for him. It's just kind of annoying. And he's he's a, bit, a real dude bro, He's a bit weedy he? at the beginning and a bit of a wimp, and then he just kind of like wanders aimlessly through the story up to the point I'm at and then he just kind of bangs the lady uh, and then yeah I was just a bit like eh. he gets stabbed and it's like yeah, yeah. oh well okay um, I haven't finished the game yet so maybe I'll like him more I don't know if people would love Jason Brody or if they feel the same way but I feel a bit indifferent towards I, him you said his name and I didn't know who that was yeah and Far Cry I've, 3 I've Far Cry 3 yeah. just the, the main guy I had to google what his name was uh, yeah. because I was I couldn't remember what his name was um, I also hate strong word every character in it takes two <laughs> except the elephant r.i.p really? oh no um no spoilers for peter. no spoilers for peter um because we're playing that on stream oh, this evening yeah, the time of publishing I, we will have played it on stream i just hate play. every character there's just no one that i like oh no but it's like but the kind of at some points i'm like okay well i guess you know we're meant to not like them because they're these two characters that are very they, sh they should get a divorce yeah they're so unhappy they're so unhappy and they hate the each kid's other. kind of weird looking and annoying and she's just weird <laughs> so she so she doesn't deserve she doesn't deserve time. a happy family um no i'm joking um but yeah i just i think because i don't really like the parents and i don't also really like the book of love like he really annoys oh, me oh he's really irritating um yeah. so maybe like on second playthrough that I'll, I'll like it more. Maybe we'll see what Peter thinks. But I, I, just, think you'll, I think you'll hate them more. I think you'll hate them more. <laughs> yeah. Um, but on the flip side of the question, there's a character that everyone seems to hate, oh. but I kind of like. I hadn't even thought about that. Um, is Ava from Borderlands 3. Everyone hates her <sighs> with such a burning passion. And I'm just like so confused. I think she's fine. And I think she's just a kid that gets swept up in the situation. Oh, and right. I was okay. just like, yeah. Okay, she's fine. Right, she's the character that is here now, and she's gone through some stuff. But is she she's the one who's right. going to be the protagonist of Wonderlands. No, no, no. no. You just said a kid, and I assume no, Tiny that's Tina. Tiny Tina. Oh, yeah. Although she is now an adult. In yeah, Rise she's an adult now, but still has an um, innocence about her. Yeah, a sort of probably slightly scary, homicidal. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Ava is like brought in as Borderlands Three by Maya, who's one of the main characters, as like her little apprentice that she's like saved from a sad life. And then something happens and everyone just hated Ava. And I know that the reason they hate Ava is because something happens to Maya. But it's like, she's a kid. She's a teenager. Allow yeah. it. She's just a little kid. And everyone I, hated her. And I was like, I think she's fine. I think yeah. she's just a character in this. Everyone chill out. I can't like, say that I, I particularly hated her either. I didn't like Lorelai. But again, that's because of the voice acting. Lorelai. The one who talks like this. Oh, cool, blimey. She, there's one phrase she says in it that is such an American trying to write English dialect. But I mean, all of the characters that were English. She says, bollocks, bollocks to bullets. We should be okay. Bollocks like, to bullets, Excuse mate. Excuse me, what? <laughs> what Lorelei... was that? Who's Lorelai? Lorelai's the one with sort of like the purpley hair. 
you encounter her on um, like the sp the space planet. I'm flipping <laughs> the out. Space oh, oh, the one uh, with the, the one the who's one obsessed with coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one. Um, yes, I remember. She's now. she's just like among many when in a pantheon Reese. of really irritating characters in Borderlands Three. Yeah, for I forgot about her. Yeah, yeah, she is kind of annoying. She is. She's yeah. the one who says bollocks to bullets. Bollocks she says to bollocks. bollocks to that well-known phrase. Yeah. Bollocks, bollocks to bullets. We should. What are you? What is that? Core blimey. It is. There's a lot of core blimeys in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which no one has said since about 1925. <laughs> no, it's said ironically. Yeah. But only when impersonating a British person as a British person, we might oh, say core man, blimey. It's just, it's, uh, um, but yeah, those are my answers. Okay. Fantastic. Ben, who do you hate? Firstly, I want to agree with. Um, uh, with Harold and just say that I think Trevor is absolutely repulsive and I yeah. I really I didn't find him funny at all any even even when it came out I was like this guy is yeah. just grotesque yeah like, I agree I don't get that I um, think most of the characters in GTA 5 are pretty gross like yeah, the, I mean, and they're meant the Michael's to be, like then, son and daughter are pretty yeah they're all meant know. to be caricatures which I which I totally understand but Trevor was just like his was his his awfulness was played for laughs. Yeah. It was like, yeah. I, I don't find it. I also think he's I'm not offended too much by like it, a real obviously, no, but, but I just like, it was really funny and it just I just wasn't. find it off putting like, uh, he's kind of disgusting, but yeah. all right. Yeah. Um, anyway, what have I got here? Zag from Hades. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate him. Um, the, the main one I've got is Ashley from Mass Effect, who right. is oh. uh, a party member that I think most people end up saving in Mass Effect 1 because there's a choice. Mm. Um, and she's a, she's terrible. She's a space racist, right? She hates aliens that aren't humans. She is which a is, space racist. Which yeah. is awful enough anyway. She is openly rebellious towards Commander Shepard mm -hmm. in that she she constantly questions his orders and is just a bit of an arse. And then when you encounter her in Mass Effect 2 and 3, if indeed you do choose her in Mass Effect 1, um, she just like... She's just a dick to you every time she sees you. And then she rejoins the squad in Mass Effect 3. And it's like, I don't want Go you here. Away. You're terrible. And it, it is really she still tries... a space racist in Mass Effect 3 or less, is she less so, of but a space she is racist? she is she is still questioning and, and kind of a bit of an ass. Mm. Uh, she 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 comes round to being less of a racist, but she's still She's still terrible, in my opinion. And Mass Effect Three has this whole thing near the start where it's like, "Oh, oh no, poor Ashley, go and go and visit her and make sure she's okay." I'm like, I really would rather not. I don't like this character. I don't know why the virtuous Commander Shepard would like her. Although I suppose it's because you know, once once a part of my crew, always a part of my crew. Yeah. Ride or die. That's a <laughs> famous Commander Shepardism. Yeah. Um, I just find Ashley from Mass Effect just to be terrible <laughs> just a terrible person um but then again i don't know if people genuinely love her i think she's got a bit of a reputation in forums and on the reddits as being the racist one you know who else uh, is a space terrible. racist who? jeffrey bezos richard branson and elon musk because they've oh, been yeah? having a space race oh okay oh, they're, they're space racist space racists. they are <laughs> wow Wonder whether I was like, what have all three of them recently <laughs> said at the same time? They all said, races. "I hate space." I hate <laughs> the microbes we found in the Ugh. in the water on Mars. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there we are. That's that's what I've got. It's time to move on to something a little peculiar. We're running very long. It's weird news. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's weird news time. Time for some weird video game news. Remember, you can always submit weird video game news to us by replying to the tweets that goes out every week. I or the Facebook post. Or the Facebook post. I think it's on the Tuesday that it goes out. Mm. Fraser does that. So keep an eye on the uh, social media. And if you'd like to send us weird news, please do so. Peter. Just like Stephen Skodes did. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. Uh, Stephen. On Twitter. Uh, we've got uh, an article here from Kotaku. Um, of course. Cyberpunk 2077 patch will ensure fans stop having sex with wrong characters. Oh, man. It's by Ethan Gach. Um, there's a subtitle here, which I'm I'm going to assume they're, they're being ironic and they're, they're trying to, like, put on the voice of, like, someone undesirable. But if not, it's a bit of... It's strangely worded. Okay. Subtitle. CD Projekt Red will make it harder to accidentally do gay stuff. Just sounds slightly homophobic. Yeah, that's but. that's yeah, a difficult sell. That one. I would not one. have put that as a subheading. No, but, uh, right. but like I say, I'm going to give them benefit of the doubt and say that they're, they're putting on the kind of stinky cod boy voice of like, oh, don't we? City Project Red, can you fix it for me so I don't have to accidentally do gay stuff? And they're they're just being <laughs> silly. Um, but I don't know. Let's clip that way. It's not a great look. No. Yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077's next big patch. 1.3, still doesn't have a release date, but we now have a little bit more insight into what it will include. These additions offer improved minimap directions and a perk reset option. The update will also fix the game's infamous brothel scene, where players kept accidentally picking the wrong person to sleep with. Yes, you read that right. Approximately one-third of the preliminary notes for the long-awaited, much-anticipated patch 1.3 are dedicated to a small fix for clouds. That's the VIP dollhouse players visit early on in the game in order to find more information about missing quest giver Evelyn Parker. This means nothing to me or probably either of you two. Not, Not played it yet. Um, during the mission, you're set up with a private room where you can meet with either a male or female sex worker. And due to some weird UI design, players often accidentally chose the wrong one. In the current version of the game, Sky, the female option, is, present, is, is presented on first... Is, is presented on first and on the left, while Angel, the male option, is shown second and on the right. The names only show up for a split second before disappearing, however. 
the dialogue prompt then to decide, then lists Angel first, a move which complete, uh, confused enough players that it was a topic of endless discussion oh my God. on the Cyberpunk 2077 subreddit when the game came out last December. The most difficult choice in the game, reads one post with nearly 30,000 upvotes. Oh, that's it. The most difficult choice in the game. Oh, right. Uh, more notably, some men playing the game started freaking out, <gasps> leading to funny headlines like, quote, men are having a very normal one about accidentally boning <laughs> guys in Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> That's a good headline. Uh, to fix this, CDPR will keep the names listed throughout the entire conversation up until you're asked to decide. It even went through the trouble of making a YouTube video showing the subtle change in action. Uh, the article wow. continues, but I don't think we need to hear any more of that, really. Um, basically, they've made a change because enough people were shocked and appalled by it wow. that they thought it needed fixing. Um, I suppose, on the other hand, you could look at it from the point of view that some people might have been trying to choose the, uh, let's say, the, the homosexual option mm. um, and were accidentally choosing the heterosexual option and True. thought, oh, what? I, I didn't want to do that. So Yeah, you know. they've just cleaned up that UI, yeah. where, which is, you know, it should have always been like that. Yeah. People's yeah. reactions be damned. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But, uh, you know, that's a bit weird. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. Okay. What you got? Um, I've also got a, uh article from Kotaku, and you may have heard this. I think everyone's heard of this at this point, especially, especially as it's circles. kind of in our spheres. Yeah. Um, it is by Zach Zvizen. Zvizen. Um Fan accidentally discovers massive Metal Gear Solid glitch. Speedrunners freaking out. Twitch, Twitch streamer Boba stumbled upon a brand new skip for the Konami classic. You've probably seen this. It's been everywhere. Um, over the weekend, Twitch streamer Boba Twitch streamer Boba was streaming herself playing Metal Gear Solid for the first time ever and after being attacked by some guards she turned to fight them. At the moment she accidentally ended up getting pushed backwards through a locked door discovering a new glitch that could save a ton of time and that has Metal Gear Solid speedrunners going wild with, wild with the time saving possibilities. In Metal Gear Solid you eventually reach a section where you need to go up and down some communi communication towers, fighting a helicopter, climbing a bunch of stairs and even rappelling down a rope. It's a lot. During the section, Boba was running from a guard and reached a locked door so she turned around to fight the swarm of angry armed goons as she did so she was shot multiple times getting pushed back enough that Snake's model clipped through the door and seemingly activated a trigger letting Boba skip the stairs and enter the courtyard enter the outside uh, enter the outside area early she celebrated with a song um, <laughs> she did she certainly did she did um, in a video interview, Boba explained that she didn't think much of it at the time. I thought it was just some. I thought it was something that probably happened. Probably someone had done before on accident. I have my glasses this week. I left them in the other room. I feel so dumb for doing that. Um, that's not in the. That's not. That's just me. Somewhere. Continued Boba. Um, yeah. Continued Boba. However, this was a big moment. Nobody had ever seen or documented this bug before, and it seemed to let Boba skip a good chunk of gameplay quickly. As footage of the bug spread across Twitter, across Twitter and Reddit. The collective Metal Gear Solid speedrun community lost their S-word. It was estimated by some that if this glitch could be replicated reliably, it could save upwards of two or three minutes. And within a matter of hours, folks started replicating the bug, which some are calling the Boba Skip. Though Boba <laughs> herself wishes for it to be called Kevin. Kevin. That's <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah. Um, uh, now, after replicating the bug, players have be begun heavily th theory crafting and investigating how this bug works, what it means for the game, and if it's viable elsewhere. Players in the Metal Gear Solid speedrunning Discord server are testing other 
locked doors and inaccessible areas of the game where this Boba slash Kevin skip might be used to save even more time. If some of these areas become skippable using this glitch, it possibly it's possible that Boba not only found a neat trick that saves a few minutes, but a brand new strategy that could completely change how, f- how folks run Metal Gear Solid on both PC and console. Not bad for someone who isn't obsessively speedrunning the game every day and in fact has never played Metal Gear Solid before. According to Boba, one speedrunner said they loved that she found the bug because instead of a long-time speedrunner... Oh, that she found the bug because instead of a long time speedrunner, it was someone just having a good time with Metal Gear Solid. Um, so yeah, that's, that's it. great. That's that's really good. I love that because I am one person who always accidentally finds weird glitches and bugs in games. My boyfriend says we have to make sure a game is Ashton proof before I play it <laughs> because the amount of times I'll play a game and suddenly I'm like, oh, I've broken something. There's a moment in Ratchet and Clank where like there's a pipe filling up with water mm. and I was definitely going to die, but the water just kind of carried on and went past me and I just ran through the rest of it. He was like, how? I've never seen this before. Wow. Um, so I hope recording at all that times. one day I will be as privileged as Boba to find a random... You could find a Portal 2 random skip. Random skip, yeah. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. Um, um, Boba's so yeah. a member of the Yogscast Network. There was no, yeah. sadly no crossover uh, with us when we were there. Um, but uh, she, she does good stuff, actually. And... Mm. Uh, it's wonderful news. There's uh, already a T-shirt as well. There is. I've seen like because obviously we follow lots of Yogscast members on social media and stuff, and I've seen people posting about this all over. And there's, I think there's like a song and a T-shirt and mm-hmm. you know wow. all sorts happening, which is great. Also, I forgot to say that's from Thomas Bungard on Twitter at Turtle with Chies. Thank you. Thank you so much, Thomas. Thank you. Someone else did also tag us in it, but I can't find the tweet now. So sorry. Uh, no problem. Yeah. I have one here from Cameron J Keywood at Cameron underscore Keyword on Twitter. And I believe somebody else tweeted it directly to me, but I'm so popular on Twitter that I can't find it. And I'm really sorry, but thank you for tweeting it directly to me. I do appreciate it. This is from Push Square. We know that one. Yes. Um, And it's from Liam Croft. And the title is, Random, Skyrim's famous intro was once ravaged by a bee during development. Random. 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 That's That's what it's filed under. Random. Lol. Weird. Hey you, you're finally awake. You were trying to cross the border, right? You walked right into that Imperial ambush, same as us and that thief over there. How many times are you willing to admit to hearing those introductory sentences? What is happening over there? What are you <laughs> a thief she is? Just saying that Peter's the thief. <sighs> Outrageous slander. I was saying that you were the man talking. I was the well, I am. player. King Ulfric. Yeah, King Ulfric and Peter was the thief. Oh, I was just role playing. That's all. Okay. Sorry. This is outrageous. We'll, we'll, sit, we'll sit completely still. And be Thank completely you. Silent. I don't want any reactions <laughs> until I click my fingers, okay? <clears throat> We're sure some of you are well into the double figures, but that's why the famous cart ride to what was supposed to be your death has become a bit of a meme. However, what if we told you Bethesda hit a bit of a snag with this sequence during development and it happened to involve a bee? That's right. A former employee... <laughs> That's right, a former employee has recounted these events on Twitter, describing how the cart had a path it wanted to follow, but that didn't mean it it was a path it could follow. Nate Perkypile, who served as a... Sorry, that's the funniest part of the article. Continue. Nate Perkypile, who served as a senior world and lighting artist during development and worked at Bethesda for 14 years, explains how the problem... How old are you? I keep looking at Peter like, sorry. I just keep sorry, thinking about sir. Nate Perky. <laughs> Me too. I'm 
I'm sorry, sorry, sir. Carry on. Explains how the problem started with potions. A bug meant bees couldn't always be picked up as they buzzed about, meaning certain concoctions couldn't be brewed and they and then gulped for bonuses. That bug got fixed. Only the type of collision put on the bee didn't let it didn't just let it get picked up. It also made it collide into things. And it's here where the problem lied. A bee was bumping into the cart seemingly at random and because of its collision physics was sending it flying into the air. Meaning that bee was an immovable force of nature if it ever happened to cross the part of a car, a path of a cart. The cart wanted to move down the road, the bee did not want to move, so up goes the cart. The glitch was eventually fixed before the game hit PlayStation 3 and other platforms, but his name's spelled differently here. I'm going to scroll back up just Nate to make... Nate Porcupile. He's called Nate Perkypile at the start. Further down, Perkyville. What? <laughs> but it embeds a tweet and his name is Perkypile, so I don't know what to believe. Um, Perkypile uses it as an example of how tough game development can be. Every time you fix one thing, you might be breaking another. This is especially true about open world games, yet that interplay of all the systems is what ends up making them all super interesting. Uh. <sighs> I have, no, I have no opinions now. Mm. That's it. You got it out of your system? Yeah. Perky pile racist. Yeah. I didn't listen to a single thing you said apart from perky pile. That's all I took. That's all I picked up you from guys. Unbelievable. I was too busy trying not to laugh. I, was, I don't know. You know when someone tells you you're not allowed to, to laugh and it just makes it much more yeah. funny. Okay. That's so picture it. You're driving along yeah. in silence mm -hmm. and then a bee hits your car <laughs> and the car just goes vroom, up into space. Cool. There we are. That's my weird news. Let's move on. Bees have collision. Yeah, let's move on. This is a question from Richard Major. He says, hello, jumps. Lawnmower simulator launched this week. Mm -hmm. What incredibly boring task would you turn into an inexplicably successful game? Kindest regards, Richard J. Major. In brackets, Mr. It says at the bottom there. Is that right, Ashton? Yeah, that's what it was like. Okay. Cool. That's what it said. You can always edit these if you want. No, I like it how it is. <laughs> you just want to. You don't. You want to preserve. The yeah, I like the the, the spirit that was uh, put mm -hmm. in. Lawnmower simulator sounds rubbish, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> uh, in lawnmowers are rubbish. In Bully, the game, the Rockstar game set at the school. Mm. Uh, if you got detention, you had to mow the lawn, and it was really tedious. And if any other game had made you mow the lawn as a punishment, you'd be like, "Why is this in the game?" But because <laughs> it was for detention, you kind of thought. Yeah, fair enough. Makes sense. I shouldn't have thrown an egg at that old woman. Shouldn't have. Uh, shouldn't have done that. Um, I would like to have Bank Clark Simulator, Bank Teller Simulator. <sighs> now that sounds more boring. I'll tell you why. I think there's something very nice about... Money. Leafing yeah. through wads of cash. And I would dedicate all the game's resources to sort of individually having dynamically animated, ray-traced banknotes and you have to like do that watch them together count them if you're not careful they'll fall maybe it could be a vr game i was gonna say it would sound good yeah. in vr you want that tactile yeah. you want a little vibration every yeah exactly time you, and you it makes one. like sort of asmr leaf leafing through paper noises yeah. mm -hmm. yeah. you get all the cash together and you hand it over and then that's that's the game almost all the Is time. Is there like a bank robber DLC? You have to play it for like 18 hours just doing that. And then at completely at random, after you've played for a very long time, mm. it's suddenly like there's a robbery and you have to like deal with a guy the who's cash in the bag. got a gun. Wow. And you have to like get get a shotgun out from underneath and it becomes <laughs> a first person shooter wow. for about two and a half minutes. The guy legs it. The police turn up, ask you some questions. 
you come into work the next day, uh, the manager's like, you didn't have to come in today. And you're like, no, no, I wanted to. I wanted yeah. to because and you, me and Linda the job had a never big stops. fight. And also the night before you and Linda had a big fight at home. That's part of the yeah. game. Yeah. You fell out with Linda and then you're like, I need to. The kids to, have been really winding me up. I need to do what I love. You you spend, there's like weirdly a two hour section of the game before you go to work where you just make sandwiches for your children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For like pat lunch. You, yeah. you sort in your paper. And then while and you're. You just stack, your, stack your cash again. You go back yeah. into work. Butter your sandwich, ham, put it in a bag. Yeah. Give it to your kid. I don't like ham. Shut up. Shut, shut, shut up. You have shut a up. There, there's dialogue Go options, on. and it says Timmy will. And then Linda's that. Linda's <laughs> like, please stop shouting at the children. I was. Shut I up. had a hard day yesterday. Shove right? a ham sandwich in their face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what wow. I want to do. Bank person simulator. Sounds amazing. It does mm. it sounds incredible. I obviously there's power washing simulator already exists, but oh, that's a good wow, one. Wow, that sounds very satisfying. Yeah, but there is one I would like, which is um, doing the big shop simulator. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. Where you go and you have to do a big shop for the week, right. um, and you have to try and you know get through your big shop without picking up any unnecessary items. And yeah, stuff like that. and it gets harder because obviously maybe you start in like Asda or Tesco's, but then as you go through the levels. You might have to go to Aldi and try and avoid the middle aisle yeah. of all of the random and exciting stuff Wellies. that's in there. Every so often yeah. you pick up a jar and it's actually a bit sticky and you have to yeah. go down and get the yeah. one from the back. And you have to check the eggs. Check the eggs, time. make yeah. sure there's no cracked eggs. What is on my hand? Oh no, is it egg? Is what it is cracked that? Egg? I don't know. What? what? I what? think I've touched something. What are you, what are Where? you, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, my thumb, look. Oh, it's a bit of grime. Oh. <laughs> was that, is that from, grime. Is it grease Maybe from your... Maybe it's from that. Yeah. From the yeah, mic that stand. Sense. I just noticed that my thumb was dirty. What is it? <laughs> Help. I'm turning into Help venom. Me. I've touched a dirty jar. Um, yeah. You and just squeeze fruit. Yeah. You don't really know what you squeeze. You don't know no. what it should be like. You're just yeah, doing it because that's it. what people do. Is and it? you check the, the sell-by dates on things to make sure your right. bread's not going to go off too Do you early. get to choose which supermarket you go to? Because I feel like yeah. hard should be little and oldie. Yeah. Where they're just like, beep. Beep, beep, you're yeah, like, oh, and you're crap. trying to put oh, there's, in there's no bagging like section. You've got to like carry yeah. it over to like the weird shelf <laughs> yeah. next I to the saw, window, or just um, throw it back in the trolley. I saw a screenshot best. of a news article posted on. It was like out of context oh, Brits I or something that. the other day, and it just said, "Mum admits she was reduced to a shivering wreck of tears as she desperately tries to." bag her Aldi shopping or something. <laughs> yeah. By like aggressive, aggressive Aldi the cashier or something. Was yeah, it was like Sheffield Live or yeah. something. Just a local that's great. Local lady. But yeah, big the big doing the big shop simulator. That's a good one. I mm-hmm. think would be a good I like one. It. I like that one. Um I actually thought pressure washer simulator was a great idea. Yeah, it's and I was really like, oh, I'd love to I'd love that. to do that. But yeah, Power Wash Simulator was released for Windows and Android in mm. May of this year. Yeah. So that's already gone. So instead, I would like to suggest applying creosote to a fence simulator. Does it have a smell? Machine. Yeah, it comes It comes with a little thing of Scratch a sample pot yeah. of creosote. Because creosote you just, smells really good. You just huff. You yeah. just put it underneath What is creosote? Your, is it like fence paint? Like waterproofing paint. Yeah, it's, it's like you treat your fence posts right. so, so it's weatherproof. Um, and it smells like it should kill you. Oh, yeah. But it also smells really kind of like petrol. Like petrol or pens. Smells, smells nice. Petrol. Uh, very solventy. But I don't think it is a solvent because you, there's a, you know, you dip a brush in it and get it all over your face because mm-hmm. it sprays off. But yeah, applying slowly applying creosote to your garden fences, mm-hmm. I think would be very good. Um, and also it alleviates... But it's a one-time play because once you've done it, you haven't got to do it for a really long time. So. Well, well, maybe you could just start a business. Maybe. Maybe, maybe you just yeah. go do maybe it. Maybe it's like the fences. Golden Gate Bridge where by the time they've 
pay, yeah. finish painting it, they have to go back, to, go the back start to the start and paint it again. The beginning. Yeah. Uh, it also, doing it virtually would remove the very challenging aspect of having to do the bits where you've got to kneel down because it's near the floor. Yeah. Because that's uncomfortable. There's no way you can be comfortable doing that. And if you've got bad knees like me, then it's just the worst. But it's just incredibly satisfying and it smells great. Yeah, it so does. That's my I suggestion. Creosote, my, my granddad's chicken house. Granddad's chickens. My granddad's yeah, chickens. Yeah, just his chickens, yeah. Don't Make want sure they're the rain waterproof. getting into the yeah. roast. Incredible. Um, yeah. It's got nostalgic memories for me, that sweet smell of creosote. Delicious. Yeah. So nice. Uh, well, there we are. It's time to move on to something rather large. It is a big discussion. The big discussion. Big discussion time. It's time for the big discussion. This week's big discussion comes courtesy of Strukalicious, who says, all right, Bonnie lads and lads. Okay. Cool. Uh, are there any games or moments in games that you feel went too darn far? As a big Resi fan myself, I found six to just to just be a step too far where they seemingly wanted it so badly to effectively be an action movie that they made certain parts unplayable with the awful camera changes. Thanks, and hey, you look good today, by the way. Ah, oh, thanks. Two boxes where an emoji thanks. probably once was. <laughs> Why does Red Dead Redemption 2 have shrinking horse testicles? Bollocks to bollocks, that's what I say. Yeah, bollocks to less bollocks. That yeah. is... I want more bollocks. Uh, yeah, give me more bollocks. I want them to change <laughs> if it's snowy or sunny. For the love of... I'm... When are the BBC going to wake up and realise that we don't want to play video games that don't have moving Realistic bollocks, bollocks physics, please. Um, so that was, I mean, that's just realism going too far, I think. Mm. It was just so unnecessary. And, you know, I appreciate the, the snow defamation in that game, the fact that you have to have a bath, cook a stew, but I don't need the, the testes. I don't need them. Do you think there's someone in QA who was like the testes tester? Yeah, yeah. that was someone's whole job. Yeah. Was the, Check make, the torse, torse Make the testes. balls shrink, please. Um, there's one I've got here as well that I've, in some ways I'm not in a position to, to say this. Ben very wisely went out of his way to play this game in spite oh. of the fact that he maybe didn't want to play oh, it. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm, I can't talk. I'm not allowed to talk about it, but I'm sure you're about to hit on the points that I would say. If I'm I less allowed to talk about it because I've not even played it. But the reason I've not played it is because I don't want to play a game where I have to just lug boxes across a desolate moorland. The Doctor Who quarry. I don't want to do it. Death Stranding just took Kojima games too far. And you're just a courier, but you have to carry it all and put weird flimsy ladders down and bridges. And yeah, eventually you get a skidoo or something to drive it or strange zip lines. But Jesus Christ, that just looked so tedious. Even if you put aside all the bits where he's making faces at himself in the mirror and his friend is called, what's he called? De dead, dead man. Jeff Ki Keeley. Je Killer. What's Del Toro's <laughs> character called? He's dead man. Something stupid. Oh, no. Is he called Fat Man? No. Oh, what's he look. called? I thought it was called Fat Man. Let me have a look. But I've never played the game. That guy's got a stupid name, and there's monster energy drink everywhere in that game. And pee-pee and, mushrooms And pee-pee well. mushrooms. But even all of that aside, just, 
just being a curry. He's dead man. Dead man. Fat man is incredibly rude. I'm not sure where I got that from. I'm really sorry. It's a weapon, isn't it? In... Yeah, it's Fallout. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But it's the kind of name that would be in a Kojima game. I do apologize, though. Yeah. That was that was that was cruel. Quite um, frankly, that I said that. I don't know. So if Death he'll Stranding be watching. generally is just a going too far with with Kojima games. And finally, one that I'm not going to say because this podcast will be out before the video has gone live. Uh, but for for patrons of the Hot and Fresh tier, you'll know what I'm talking about. The worst games ever that goes out this weekend. So tomorrow. Uh, if you're watching when this podcast has just gone out. Um, I, I honestly found it like quite just sort of gratuitous. I thought like the screaming and the blood. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just thought like, Jesus, like I know what you're signing up for when you play a game like that. But for some reason, I think it was the screaming more than anything else. <laughs> it just seemed like too much. And I was like, I don't normally get, I, mean, I wasn't offended, but I don't normally get like kind of affected by games like that too much like maybe the last of us part two was the most recent one but i honestly just thought it was it just took it too far and just the the constant yelping and blood and when you when you all see what peter is talking about there's ne no way in a million years you would ever guess the game that peter is currently describing because no. you're sitting go what <laughs> Why was he so upset by it? I mean, I understand. Yeah. But it's... Uh... I walked in at the very last minute when they were recording Worst Games Ever and all I could hear was the screaming and Peter going, <gasps> why? Why does this why keep is happening? screaming so much? Like I say, I wasn't offended. I wasn't, I wasn't disturbed by it. And... Irritated. When you know what the game is, uh, you can understand why they put a load of blood in it because of the source material and stuff. But it was just too much. It was just stupid. Gratuitous is the word. That's what it was. It just, why make it that intense? It's really upset you, yeah, isn't it? it, it pissed yeah. me off. Kirby and Dreamland. Yeah, uh, it's worst games worst ever. Games ever. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow. Uh, Ashton. Um, as I talked about a bit last week, Alien Isolation goes too far in the fact that it's just, it just keeps going forever. Right. Um, and also, it just kind of feels like we get it now. The aliens, we thought there was one alien, now there's a thousand, whatever. Um, Resi 8, I felt that it's gone too damn far until the end where it kind of explained it. But even then, I kind of have issue with how much damage that you can withstand in that game anyway, mm. outside of actually within the game. Like when you're playing the game, you can't take that much damage before you're pretty unwell. That's a good point. But then when you're in the cutscene, like he seemingly is fine and we just carry on at full health since the cutscene's finished. It's sort of endemic in, in Resident Evil games though as well where you can just be bitten by zombies mm -hmm. in, in any of those games and... Totally fine. Yeah, you need you need a bit of health but like you don't get ill. I think there might be some lore now written into the game where the herbs are like a cure yeah. for the virus but in Resi 8 it doesn't make sense. Well, to... yeah, because I mean Resi 2 and 3 you get pretty much bitten by zombies like the whole time and you you're just turn. fine yeah <laughs> you see everyone's like i'm i'm so sick and but then like, in a cutscene, and then you're like something happens yeah and then mm. you're just getting like bit on every two minutes by a zombie and it's like i'm fine um but there was something about last of us too as well but i can't remember what i was thinking about like i just remember sometimes just being like oh had a woman in it <laughs> yeah two women two women two How women that's 
technically, that's I guess, not three right. women. When is CD Projekt Red going to patch out the bit where you can accidentally do, do gay, gay stuff, stuff in that game? We should rename CD Projekt Red to CD Projekt Red. Oh, disgusting. God, yeah. get your minds out of the gutter. Video games are about jumping on mushrooms and stuff. And being yeah. straight, apparently. <laughs> no, but uh, Last of Us Part 2 was, yeah, it got, yeah. It got pretty I intense. don't know if it's because, like, at, at different points you kind of started to relax and then it was like, oh, I can't relax anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and I also think that with Last of Us 2, with the, specifically the aquarium situation with Ellie, mm -hmm. I was kind of like, oh, my God, did we need this violence that we've just watched and like then the aftermath of it as well mm. also the sex scene in last of us 2 um in the boat yeah that was kind of surprising oh yeah it? yeah a real lot and i was not expecting it and i remember playing it and being like wow uh, they really like they really put it with my mum and dad yeah, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. i don't think we should be watching this yeah. I know, they put, there's a so... lot of animation work that went into I it that was you could have panned away it was but so you didn't. sudden we we well. watched all of it we and did. it was uh there's so much about that game that is fantastic mm. yeah but it it and i think this is a it's just, in i the literally games... just had like a flashback to that moment i do remember exactly what you're talking about it's burned in there yeah but there's i i think it's a positive ultimately for the game in, in mm -hmm. that it pushes mm -hmm. a lot of boundaries mm -hmm. and it does do things that intentionally are there to make you uncomfortable yeah but equally i totally understand why people could play it and think okay that's too much for me <laughs> yeah this is too much when yeah. i finished it i was immediately thinking i'm not going to play it right away again now but I was yeah. looking forward to playing it again and yeah, I'm looking I forward play to eventually last, going yeah. back yeah. through it I want to play Last of Us 1 again as well PS5 but... version or patch or something yeah. I may have already done I'm not sure yeah. But, uh... but yeah Bip bip, who's getting the vibrates? Is it you? It might be me. me. People messaging in the Slack chat. I'm sorry. Unbelievable. Okay. I I I she's keeping an eye on work while she's working. Jeez. I'm so sorry. What's going on? Uh, ben. ben. Resident Evil 6 is a masterpiece. Yeah, I thought you okay. might say that. <laughs> I won't hear any slander against it. So, Stukalicious, you're you're on notice. How did the bus get inside of the... Well, what the, what the, the designers did game. is they shrunk the double-decker bus down. Like and horse testicles. Put it, exactly, and then put it on its side. That's how it got Inside in. the multi-story car park. So, oh. actually, there's a very logical explanation for yeah, how a, what a double-decker bus is doing in a, in a <laughs> multi-story car park. I love Resi 6. It's really stupid. Um, <laughs> so a recent one would be Plague Tale, um, as oh, we've yeah. discussed. It yeah. just like, not only could the game have finished three or four hours before it did, but it just gets progressively more daft as it goes on. And I think it's like, they didn't go far enough in some ways as well. Like they went far in bits where you were like, oh, okay. But they also didn't go far enough in the mm. fact that like this kid's got rat powers and we didn't really ever find out what's going on there it's it's weird wow. yeah. sequel sequel bait i guess yeah yeah i think well, there is a sequel coming i'm just yeah. now i am looking forward to the sequel when as i said when we were talking about it before because i think there's a lot of things that they could improve and the game could be way better but equally as it lent more into sort of the weird supernatural stuff i found myself less intrigued almost like the mystery was more interesting mm. than the reality of mm -hmm. the situation but i love the setting and yeah that especially in the the final boss fight i was like this is really really stupid mm -hmm. um and I, <laughs> I hate that this is where this game is <laughs> is gone at the end um but that was that also uh, another one i've got here is borderlands 3 which I do love, I do love that but game. I criticize it constantly because yeah. as a as a big fan of Borderlands, 
there's a lot that I don't like about it. There's a lot that I love about it, and it is more Borderlands. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot wrong with it. And the final scene, I don't know if you got the same experience that I did, where the final scene involving Lilith. And the music. And the music that plays immediately on the credits. This girl is on fire. Is that song you know? Yeah. There we go. We should have sung By that Alicia earlier. Keys. Uh, that starts playing in the credits, and it's the cheesiest most like it's meant to be sort of similar to your halo thing from earlier where it's meant to be this emotional scene and i was playing it with mb my ben mm-hmm. and we were playing through the campaign and cop we we hit that and we were like oh f, f off me and M- are you me joking and that is so reaction. ridiculous i must admit i'm i'm relieved to hear that when you said that that's the song that played i thought you were going to say but before those credits roll the, the final cut scene is she gets lit on fire and dies in, <laughs> well her and whole thing is that, that she's the, the she's sun. the fire hawk so because right. of her yeah. siren powers mm-hmm. so the song is sort of appropriate but it's just the fact that it's a really yeah, underwhelming I I end f- honestly forgot and about then that. that music plays on the credits and we were like are you joking right. what the hell was that i can't that's, even really remember laughable. yeah i can't even really remember why it happens either like i can't I have no recollection I of mean, what happened. Borderlands 3 has been out for a while. Do you mind if I... I'm going to talk about the ending. Do you mind? I, I don't mind, no. I'm going to talk about the ending. You can skip a couple of minutes ahead. Mm. She jumps... She gets her siren powers back after having lost them for the whole game. Mm-hmm. Right. She then jumps into the sky, uses siren flight, which yeah. she's never done before. Brilliant. She jumps up. She's always had, like, wings. Yeah, like, like sort of fake fire of wings, her, like, like, astrally thing. projection mm. stuff. She then flies up into into space. Is it an asteroid? I don't know. This is the thing I oh, can't remember. I remember is they're is pulling the, the, moon. the moon. They're pulling closer. Pandora towards... Oh, not Pandora. They're um, for, uh, Elpis? Yeah, Elpis. Whatever the moon is Elpis called. Elpis is called... They're pulling the it towards the planet. She jumps up into space and punches it so hard. It's because Elpis is a vault. Like, there's a monster in the sun, in the a moon monster. or something. A monster, monster. In, the, in the moon. And they're trying to, they try and open the moon vault or yeah. whatever by pulling it into Pandora, something like that. So she yeah. flies up. She, It's implied she she sacrifices herself to save the world. And then, but she punches the moon so hard <laughs> that it... Did it st- move over Chris Redfield? Like Superman or yeah. Chris Redfield, yeah. So she yeah. punches it so hard that like it, she saves the world. And then I think there's like... There's like her, her, her logo is like on in the sky and then it yeah, pans around to like everyone and like, oh my who's God. been in the game. They're like, no, oh, that oh. girl is on fire. She, and then the credits that... And it wow. was like, that is crap. Yeah, it was... Re- I remember me and MB had pretty much the same reaction as oh. that. It was it's it just, was not good. Um, yeah. So that was a big one, as a big one for me. And there's probably mm. others. I remember distinctly us talking on the podcast previously, Peter, and I've described some game where I've oh god, it might actually be Death Stranding. I probably shouldn't probably shouldn't go any further. But I was just sat there going, "Oh, flip off! Yeah, this yeah. is ridiculous." So, but I can't remember which game it was. So Beyond Two Souls made me feel a bit like that. To be yeah, that was that jumped the shark a few times, didn't yeah. it? But there we are. That's our big discussion. A lot of really spicy, hot takes. I know what I was thinking. Crash 4 as well. I could have said that for the big discussion. That took it too far with difficulty. Yeah. Like, it's just all these things that we hate. So we probably really upset a lot of people today, but we mean it all in jest. We love video games, and we actually love all of those games that we've talked about. It's just we're just talking about aspects that we found irksome. But of Mm -hmm. course, make sure you let us know what you thought of everything 
uh, we've discussed today in the comments and on social media, etc. Uh, before we start promoting stuff, mm. we do need to let you all know that our website is dead. Yes. It's uh, had a bit of an accident, hasn't it, Peter? Somebody yeah. Somebody deleted it. Um, Somebody deleted it. We've been paying... Peter. Me. Yeah, I did it. We've been paying the bills by direct debit for like three years with no issues and then i don't know how much i should disclose i don't think it's p particularly private any of this not necessarily um and then apparently there was some issue on someone's end i don't know what it was and although the money was there it just wasn't being debited anymore and then our provider didn't tell us that oh just so you know a couple of payments haven't gone through the past couple of months they, that was it they just deleted they were like right right <laughs> that's enough if you're not gonna give us your money you ain't getting a website. That's it. Zero strikes and you're out. Yeah. We've given you no warnings mm -hmm. and it's time for you to go. This is your go. final warning. So the, <laughs> Immediately. the contents of our server was deleted. The website is gone. All of our um, forwarding links and our shortcuts and stuff. So And all the data as part of the website, like knowing how many hits we've had and things like that. It's all it's all gone. All um, gone. So instead we will be... Extra fun yes, we'll be returning to the full proper links rather than triplejar.mup forward slash. So uh, do bear with us while we get the website sorted. Hopefully it won't be too long. Um, but if anything, these links are... Some of these links are easier um, mm -hmm. to remember because they're just the website in question and then Team Triple Jump. But uh, mine, I think, are all the, the same. So YouTube.com and Twitch.tv forward slash Team Triple Jump. That's where our content goes out, of course, on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, we stream on both, so keep an eye out for those. Uh, when we're streaming on Twitch, we're modded. Uh, well, sorry, when we're streaming on both, we're modded by Law Brotovich, Trialing Badger, and Mr. Black. But when we're streaming on Twitch, did you know you can get a free Twitch sub? Uh, as as part of your Amazon Prime subscription yeah. that you might already have. It's just one of the benefits. So consider spending it on us. Uh, Twitter.com and Facebook.com forward slash Team Triple Jump. Uh, Twitter is, um, for the most part, video announcements and live stream announcements and things like that. Uh, whereas over on Facebook, we have some kind of legacy content and we have interesting uh, posts put out by Fraser, community posts. We go live sometimes yeah. now. I think I'm doing it. Yesterday, oh, at the really? time of release, yeah, I think <laughs> nice. so. I, think I was very confusing one. for my brain then. Um, so all sorts going on on Facebook. Please do follow it. It will help us out a lot. Um, and thank you to Fraser for looking after Facebook and Twitter as well for yes. us. Uh, and uh, patreon.com forward slash team triple jump is how you can get to our Patreon, of course. Mm. Lots of different tiers. We might, uh, in, in the next few weeks or months, be... Mixing up the tiers at some point. Yeah. Um, Adding some new things. Yeah. Uh, some new rewards. Pending. But uh, we'll let you know. Maybe so. So just uh, have a look at that as well. Uh, website is broken. But if it isn't broken and you're watching this maybe in a couple of weeks, it might be at triplejet.mp or triplejet.mup. Mm -hmm. um, we can get to us on Discord um, at I mean, it's bit.ly forward slash team triple jump. Yes. Should help you, hope you take you there. And we're modded by Jack, Joe and Hollowise. Uh, the podcast, if you want to listen to it in its audio form, maybe if you're driving a car somewhere perchance, mm -hmm. and you can go to play.acast.com forward slash S forward slash triple jump. Um, all of our live stream VODs are at youtube.com forward slash triple jump VODs. Um, our store is still up and working so you can go to triplejumpshop.com or follow us on Twitter at triplejumpshop to find out what's going on in the merchy world of triple jump absolutely I don't want to keep saying we're nearly there but we are we are promise we are we, we have merch are. samples and we've recorded a, a something a v <laughs> a <laughs> some, <laughs> something hey why not follow Peter and Ashton 
on Twitter and Instagram at that Peter Austin and at Scrambled Ashton, That's respectively. Me. I am just on Twitter at confused underscore dude. We do lists every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday coming soon. Uh, Mondays. Yes, that is right. Coming yes. soon. Mondays as well. Ashton mm-hmm. lists coming soon. Uh, streams every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I need to update this running order. I'll update. Uh, Thursday. Oh, thank you. That's Thursday it. being the joint stream, Blaze It on YouTube. And Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday mm-hmm. <gasps> being solo streams on Twitch. All of the streams you could possibly want. So go subscribe to that VODs channel if you can't keep up with it all. Uh, Worst Games Ever is fortnightly, Friday for patrons of a certain tier, Sunday for everyone else. It is a Worst Games Ever week. Uh, The podcast is every Saturday and we do shows once every other week or thereabouts. Why not leave a review on iTunes or your platform of choice? That's what I say next. It's something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. rhythms. Uh, Triplejump.gg for your virtual currency. Please come support us. You can get Game Pass. You can get PlayStation Plus. You can get just money to spend on your respective platforms. Minecoins. Hades. Not directly, but you can, you can buy it the and money. then buy Hades. Money can be exchanged for goods and Hades. Mm. Um, also, it is worst games ever week. Said that mm-hmm. Sega ranked. We've ranked every Sega franchise from worst to best. That video should be up now. It's a it's a good one, mm. and uh, we also include Atlas games. So uh, Persona is in the mix as well. If you're wondering how that did and how badly Sonic did, yeah. because a lot of Sonic games are not good and they do drag the average down. Oh, uh, but go check that out. Philip worked really hard on it. Alex worked really hard on it, and uh, we just recorded some voiceovers. So you know, I didn't. It is what it is. Yeah. Ashton waved at it. Lazy, as it, as frankly. It went past. Ashton just... I've seen it in passing, but I've never even been near enough to it to, to touch it. Well, yeah. well, one of these days. <laughs> uh, also, next week, it's Gamescom. Uh, our tiniest Peter Austin will be on his Holly Bob- Bobble days. Uh, so Ashton and mm-hmm. I will be live reacting to both Xbox's stream on, on Tuesday, Tuesday 6 p.m. afternoon, evening. Thank you. And uh, also do Gamescom opening night live with... 7 p.m. on Wednesday. With Jeffrey, Jeffrey Keighley. Jeffrey Keighley. Jeffrey Keighley. Uh, so make you sure you come it. along. You, congratulations. So we'll be live reacting and also doing a What Happened At and those uh, those recordings will probably be going up on the podcast feed in audio form mm, too. Yeah. So check it all out. And I believe that is everything. It's time for the sponsor. One last time. And that, of course, is Back for Mud the new landscaping company from Turtle Rock Studios and Warner Bros. Interactive Entertainment. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
So creosote, what was it? Creosote. I think they might might do. Probably. The stuff that you would expect to find at a landscaping Mm. company. Mm. So uh, there we are, back for mud. Go check it out. Mm. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week. Until then, take care of yourselves. Goodbye. Love you. Bye-bye.